Welcome to Treasures of Truth, a daily broadcast Monday through Friday where we encourage you to listen in wherever you're at and hear the Word of God and the truth preached. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho, and this week we're airing a message entitled, Have You Forgiven Yourself? If you would like to hear this message again or any other messages from Treasure Valley Baptist Church, please stay tuned until the end of today's program for more information. And now your host, Pastor Rick DeMichael. In verse 8, we see a hypothetical statement. If we say that we have no sin, if we say that we have no sin, if we should be so foolish as to say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. There are professing Christians that say, well, I'm saved. I have no sin. I met a man years ago when I was pastoring in Pennsylvania. One of our church members asked me to visit him in the hospital. I sat down with this fellow. He was in his 50s. I was in my early 20s at the time. He seemed old to me. It bothers me that 50 seems quite young anymore. Where did those days go? And uh, early in our conversation, he made it a point. I mean, he wanted me to know this. He made it a point to let me know that he hadn't sinned in over 20 years. Now, I had heard of people like this, but I had never met one. He's pretty proud of it, too. Last time I checked, pride is a sin. Folks, we talked about this in Sunday school, but when we get saved, God is a holy God of his moral attributes it is holiness that trumps all the others if it wasn't so then john 3:16 would read something like this for god so loved the world that he just said ah don't worry about it come on in what would be the necessity of sending his son to die on the cross a horrible death and to bear the sins of the world if God's love trumped all of his other moral attributes. You see, that's what the liberal has a problem with. He says, well, if God is love, then he wouldn't send anybody to hell. What they're forgetting is that same God who is love, who loved us enough to send his son, did so because God is holy. And so because God is holy, the verse reads, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son Condition that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Why? And those that don't believe will perish. Why? Because he's a holy God. He can have no fellowship with sin. From the time we're saved till the time we go home to be with the Lord. And by the way, when we go home to be with the Lord, that's when we'll have achieved perfection. That's when we'll not only be saved from the penalty of sin... That took place when we got saved. Peter tells us that Christ went to judgment for our sins on the cross. We're not only, we'll not only be saved from the power of sin, the way we are today if we apply the means that God has given us, but someday we'll be saved from the presence of sin in heaven. And not only will there not be any sin around us, there will be no sin in us to respond to any sin around us. But until that time, sanctification requires we move in that direction of holiness 
but it'll always be an incomplete achievement till we go home to be with the Lord. Now, here's what we do if we've decided that we haven't sinned anymore. We do like the bunch that Jesus said over in Luke chapter 16. He said, Ye are they which justify yourselves before men, but God knoweth your hearts, for that which is highly esteemed among men is abomination in the sight of God. If we, if we subscribe to this idea, then we have to reduce sin to five or six little don'ts that we don't do. Like the old jingle, I don't smoke and I don't chew and I don't hang with them that do. And that's it. We begin to deceive ourselves about what sin really is. Then we move on to verse 9. And now we're getting to the crux of the matter. We get on to verse 9, and notice what he says. If we confess our sins, we, believers, John is a believer. He's speaking for those blood-bought, born-again believers. If we confess our sins, and by the way, that's not how we got saved, by confessing our sins. Aren't you glad that when you got saved, you did not have to remember every sin you ever committed up to that point and confess them all or you wouldn't be saved? It'd been like filling out your own taxes. I know some of you do it. God bless you. I can't imagine anything worse. Honestly, I, this may sound weird, but if I had the choice between losing, I'd, I'd little finger, I wouldn't go for any of the big ones. But someone chopping off one of my little fingers or doing my own taxes, I'd say, let's go. <laughs> I can't think of anything worse. I just don't have the patience for it. Plus, I don't know how to do it. But could you imagine if in order to be saved, we had to confess every sin we ever committed up to that point? And if we forgot any, we'd still be lost? Wouldn't that be a problem? Verse 9 is talking about believers. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. The necessary daily cleansing for believers to stay in fellowship with God. Folks, we are saved principally from who we are. Jesus said in John 3 to Nicodemus, he says, that which is born of the flesh is what? Flesh. You see, some people rationalize, well, I, I was really a pretty good guy. I mean, yeah, I needed to be saved, but I wasn't, I wasn't as bad as so-and-so. In the eyes of God, it's all the same. Flesh is flesh. Sin is sin. It all has the same root of rebellion. It just has different fruit. One's an apple tree, one's a pear, one's a plum. It's fruit, different kinds. God doesn't make those distinctions. So verse 9 is the believer staying in fellowship with God by keeping a short list, a short list, what I call a hair-trigger repentance mechanism. We are saved from what we are, who we are, when we are born again by the Spirit of God. Our works, our service for Christ will be judged at the judgment seat of Christ. We are born twice, we die once. Born physically, born again spiritually. 
die once physically. The lost man is born once physically. He dies physically and then he dies spiritually. The second death, Revelation chapter 20. Don't be that guy. Get saved. Be born twice. Die only once. But there's this issue of fellowship with the Lord. There is this issue of the things that we do in disobedience against him. It's called the same thing after we're saved as it was before we were saved. It's called sin. It gets in the way of our fellowship. Now, we're going to go back to this for a second because I want to finish up and get to verse 10. And then we're going to camp on verse 9 for a couple more minutes. Look at verse 10. Another hypothetical statement. If we say that we have not sinned, this is even more ludicrous than the guy in verse 8. If we say we have not sinned, we make him a liar. Speaking of God and his word is not in us. Verse 10, this guy is lost. This guy is lost. This person has denied the witness of the Holy Spirit, John 16. This guy has denied the witness of the conscience, Romans chapter 1. And the word finds no, no lodging in the heart of this man who denies these two witnesses. They are, they are, too, they are too satisfied to be, to be bothered by any thoughts of needing to get right with God or get their sins taken care of. We've all met that person, and some of us were that guy before we got saved. Until the Spirit of God brought us under conviction. Thank God for that conviction. Or we would remain lost. Now I want to go back to, to verse 9. And I want to camp here for a few minutes before we close. And go back to the title of our message, Have You Forgiven Yourself? Look at verse 9. If we confess our sins, believers, He, speaking of God, is faithful and just to forgive us our sins, believers, and to cleanse us, believers, from all unrighteousness. I like that word all again. Notice the necessity. If we confess our sins, one of the proofs of our salvation is awareness of sin in our own life. It's not necessarily awareness of sin in the lives of others. Although after we're saved, that might become a little more keen, but that's not what we're principally concerned about. If that's what I'm principally concerned about this day is sin in your life and I'm not first in line in that list, in that concern, then I've become a Pharisee. We want to thank you for joining us today for Treasures of Truth and it is our hope and prayer that today's program was truly a blessing to you. You've been listening to a message entitled, Have You Forgiven Yourself? by Pastor Rick Michael. As we heard in today's message, the conscious is a place of spiritual warfare where the devil shoots fiery darts at us. The devil is a great imitator of God and offers the pleasures of sin for a season. But God offers his perfect gift of salvation and eternal peace and joy. If you're listening here today and you are not saved or unsure of your salvation, then I encourage you to contact the offices of Treasure Valley Baptist Church at 208-888-4545. That's 208-888-4545.
As mentioned at the beginning of this broadcast, if you would like to hear this or any other message from Treasure Valley Baptist Church, please feel free to visit our website at tvbc.org or find us on YouTube and Facebook. We also have a bookstore that is open to the public on Tuesdays from 10.30 to 4.30 and Wednesdays from 8.30 to 4.30. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho, and we would love for you to come and join us for our weekly services. They begin with Sunday school at 9.30 a.m., followed by a morning service at 10.45, a Sunday evening service at 5.45 p.m., and our midweek service on Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Our services have nurses available for young children, as well as interactive and exciting programs for all ages, including junior high, high school, and even college-age groups. We hope to see you soon at Treasure Valley Baptist Church, and may God bless you today.